Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spurrier. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, Chino Liao at your service for our weekly Thursday live stream. Dami natin pag-uusapan as usual. We got to some of the small talk over on the pre-show. Thank you so much for joining us, by the way. Whether you are watching us on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod or on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast or on Spotify if you're checking us out on the audio-only version. Thank you very much. Please do leave us a five-star rating as well. Really goes a long way towards helping us climb the algorithm and the charts over on Spotify. No Rowan ASH for today. He is uh, prioritizing school like a good student. So uh, we'll hear from him again, probably the next audio-only natin. Julia, I don't justice for Rowan. We did not kick him out. He's still part of the show. He's just really prioritizing school so, tonight. Gumagawa ng issue, Julian Tultario. Gumagawa <laughs> 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 fake news, eh. Oh, fake news yan. Your, your boy is just doing personal stuff. Mm, yeah. this week. Yeah. So yun, uh, we got a lot to talk about. We've got some news from outside the ring. As usual, we'll also be talking about Ric Flair's last match, which happened over the weekend. Siempre SummerSlam, the biggest show that took up our wrestling week. And we'll also be talking about some AEW stuff and some NXT stuff in the audio-only version of this episode, which comes out tomorrow on Spotify Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But before we get the ball rolling, Ro, let's tell everybody about how they can be part of our growing Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community. Okay, so guys, we're on premium live event or pay-per-view event this month, all month. Uh, it's totally zero on that front. So if you just want to support us because you like what we do, please do consider subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. It is down there on our ticker. If you're watching this on Facebook, so patreon.com 
slash oh we have a Chiron now that's so yeah cool. yeah yeah uh, last, week been, pa. last week pa. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah it's only five dollars or 280 pesos a month so if you sign up you get access to our discord community where we talk about wrestling sports uh tv shows other stuff other good stuff we also do the watch parties there when we when it's time to do the watch parties again and uh, we also get exclusive access to our reviews every week of TV shows, pay-per-views, live events. As you can see on the screen, if you are a patron, you also get dibs on one of these nice shirts. Our uh, line of merch, care of our friends from Podcast Network Asia. So you get that for free because you're a patron. And also, if we do Pasabais, which we are thinking of doing at the moment because it may sales a shop AW, I believe. Is that right? you can be a part of that as well. So again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as $5 or 280 pesos a month. All right. Thanks for that, Ro. Now let's start um, by talking about the news from outside the ring. And this first news bit, we actually alluded to it in the audio-only episode that we released this week on our wish list for the Triple H era of the WWE. So it was reported this week that Sasha Banks and Naomi have reached some sort of agreement to go back to WWE. That was reported by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter earlier this week. According to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select, though, it is not a done deal. So it's confirmed. Ang kinonfirm lang ni SRS kanina was that accurate daw yung report ni Raj Giri of Wrestling Inc. na narelease na nga talaga si Sasha Banks from her WWE contract. Now, Sasha and Naomi walked out from Raw uh, about two, three months ago. So there's been some time since. Obviously, with Triple H now being in charge of WWE Creative, things could be different. So what do you guys think about the possibility of Sasha and Naomi being back in WWE? Let's start with Raw. Yeah, uh, WWE does still need them, especially Sasha. So um, things have cooled down. Wala na yung main source of complaints to the, uh, trip, uh, Sasha is a Triple H girl, as you guys know. So I would very much like it for them to come back. I think things have changed. And it's obviously not the same WWE that they're coming back to. So it's not like they're going to be swallowing their pride or anything if they do come back. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Sasha was a prominent part of the black and gold era of NXT. And for her to come back to a Triple H-led WWE would actually mean that she wanted to put, she wanted to put respect in their story. But she wanted people to actually acknowledge them for their talents and not be used as pawns. And I'm glad she's getting what she wants because she knows her value, the, the, the value that she brings to the table. For Naomi, the man, her it's a little bit more complicated for me because her husband is still employed in the WWE and still has a somewhat prominent role on the main tag team card. So, parang hindi ko din alam kung makakaalis ba siya basta basta or what. But now that things have indeed changed, as we can see. Maybe the answer is a little bit more clear now. Yeah. Um. When this uh, report came out, I was actually expecting either Sasha or Naomi or both to appear on Raw because right before Raw, there was a tweet that came out and then the wording was very, uh, very Sasha and Naomi related. Like... Uh, it was something along the lines of with SummerSlam in the rear view, who is looking to make a statement? Hashtag WWE Raw, diba? Bank statement, rear view. So very particular choice of wording there. And I was really expecting a Sasha and Naomi run-in. Major reach, yun. I mean, 
uh, it just so happened that they did use common words that could be linked to Naomi and Sasha. Yeah, I guess you could argue that, but at the same time... I wasn't even the only one to point that out. Sure, I guess people can argue that, but sometimes you read too much into it. Like, Yeah, okay. it's, like that, it's like that Charlie Day meme uh, where he's standing in front of the chalkboard. It's exactly like that. People are just... Uh-huh. They, they see what they want. They see what they want. So if that's I how mean, you saw it, they disappoint ka. I mean, in in place of those words, so, I mean, like, who's looking to who's looking to make some noise or to make their presence felt in the uh, on the Raw after SummerSlam or something? Like, you could have worded it any other way, but it, there was a conscious choice to use the words "rear view" and "statement" in the same sentence. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, maybe they're teasing it. Maybe they just wanted to drive up hype. Uh, sometimes you just want to play on, play up on the rumors that happen that pop up on the internet. But okay, I don't think it meant that. Okay, Sasha and Naomi are coming back. But okay, um, and it, maybe they are. Maybe they are uh, teasing it. You know, they have a perfect slot on the card for them too, with Becky Lynch being injured. Because at any rate. Tatlo yung kalaban ni, Be- ni Bianca Belair ngayon, di ba? So, kailangan yun ng rest back, di ba? I know, I know it's, yeah. not like the, it's not like the ideal situation for them kasi magiging side story sila ng rivalry, but it's a role that they, I think they'd rather enjoy rather than being used uh, to put over uh, a potential feud, di ba? So, para, I think that if they do come back, baka dun sa role na yun, it'd be perfect for them. Ito, magandang question from Admin Angelo. If Sasha and Naomi do come back, what will be the fate of the Women's Tag Team Championships? Um, I don't know. Um, sana balik nila. I mean, sana they pushed through on the tournament that uh, Vince promised all those months ago. Like, they do have the people. They do have the bodies for it. So, it's not, uh, you know, it's not dead in the water. It's just, they're just waiting for the right time to do something with it. Yeah, maganda dito sa Triple H era ng WWE, there's the symmetry between NXT and the main roster is a lot smoother. The gap is a lot smaller. So they could just keep calling guys up, diba? And not have to, we don't have to experience that awkward curve of like NXT guys being buried for like six months because they didn't know what to do with it. They could just start calling these people up. Call them up and then make that tournament happen and then just fill the card out. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get to this next bit, people in the comments, can we stop mentioning these real life heels, please? We're not the airtime to mga to on the podcast. Like, this is our little watering hole. We, they don't deserve any more airtime than they already get. All right. Okay, uh, back to more news outside the ring. This time, the man from the AEW side of things. So, we now have more information on the AEW video game. It's called AEW Fight Forever, and you can see one of the screen caps right now uh, on the screen. And there are confirmed wrestlers. Kakaunti pa lang, wala pang 20 names who confirmed nila so far. But they are promising a big roster. Uh, the, the career mode is very similar to the My Career mode we get in WWE 2K. They're also promising create a wrestler, create a moveset, entrance, create an arena. And then yung match types, you've got your basic match types like singles, tag team, three-way, four-way. They're also saying that my ladder match, casino battle royale, false count anywhere, the unsanctioned lights out match, and yung favorite nating lahat na exploding barbed wire death match. So based on what we've seen so far, what are your thoughts on the video game? Uh, like, uh, it's just early footage that we don't know uh, how it's going to play. 
let's just hope that they do push through with their promise that it plays like No Mercy because otherwise, I'm not exactly sure paano mo gagawing iba ang isang wrestling video game in this day and age. Like, all I can think of is the past, what, 20 years or so of WWE games that kind of play the same or similarly. So let's hope it do bring something fresh to the table. Yeah, so there, yeah. that's a uh, yeah. an image of the cover of the game. So, Shempre CM Punk on the cover. Uh, no Brian, he's not yet confirmed. It would be weird if Cody's still in the game. Cody is still <laughs> in the game. They confirmed it. Medyo weird. Nangyayari din yan, diba? Like, release WWE superstars still somehow end up on... Yeah, Mia Yim had two versions of herself in the most recent one. Yeah, Cody is confirmed. I think they got him in just to retain the spirit of AEW before uh, he went to the WWE. So, okay lang. I don't mind it. Cody is very much a big part of the company. So, it also would feel a bit weird if he wasn't there. Even though we know where he is right now. Yeah. Alright, let's show you guys one more image. So there, uh, it, it looks very reminiscent of WWE 12. Saying Ukes and THQ, that was, I believe that was the last game they worked on before 2K came over. Kaya yung graphics and the design of the screen is very much like WWE 12. If you guys remember that game, I think that was the one with CM Punk on the cover. Yeah, that was very much a PS3 game. So I can see where the people are saying uh, it looks like a PS3 game. Okay lang sa akin because, syempre, you can't really base these things on screenshots right now. Like even WWE 2K, diba? Um, yeah. Sometimes they show screenshots that aren't really the same as what you see in the real game when you yep. when you actually play it yourself. So you never know. Um, it does feel a little gritty, like uh, it looks a lot more like Lucha Underground here than an actual AEW show. But that seems to be a stylistic choice that may or may not play out well for them. So tingnan natin. Ang gusto ko lang is that this game is actually available on Switch. And yeah. one thing I don't oh, like nice. about 2K is that it's nice. not available on Switch. So, you know, we are Switch users here on this podcast. Yeah. So this is That's very good for all of us. That's the only console I have. So, Yun. nice. Yeah. Perfect, uh, perfect. Not a big console gamer. That's the only console I have. So now, now I actually have some. <laughs> now I'm invested because I can actually play this one. Uh-huh. Ayun, now so, you know. Yeah, that's why the graphics are kind of looking outdated as well because they're also made for a previous generation of consoles. So that's also why, but I'm sure it's going to look good on current-gen consoles as well. All right. Uh, One more news bit from outside the ring before we get to some in-ring stuff. It was reported this week that AEW has filed a trademark for, for the name All Elite Women. So it... Looks to be a women-centric program. And I guess the question is, does AEW need an all-women's show? Oh, definitely. (laughs) 100%. 110%. Kasi, how many times has any of us complained about how problematic the women's division is? Diba? Na hindi sila nabibigyan ng time. They get like a they get two segments in a two-hour show and one of it is a promo. Backstage. Yeah, exactly. So with this, at least you have all the time that you have uh, on air to tell these stories and to have these matches and to give women the spotlight that they deserve. Something that the WWE failed to capitalize on with all the women's revolution talk 
that was happening over there. So at least ito, sariling show, maybe sariling pay-per-view down the road, and it'll establish their uh, women's division properly and not just be a, a sideshow for the main roster of men. But this literally is a sideshow for the main roster because it, it's their own show. I mean, um, the is, prop- are you saying it's not better? It's not better than the two slots that they get? As no, it's, no um, here's what I'm thinking. Um, I like, in theory, the idea of an all-women's show is nice. But at the same time, in practice, it makes it so easy for people who don't give a shit about women's wrestling to easily uh, bypass it and discard it and straight up not watch it just because they don't think it's important. Because if you don't, put it on the main shows, like if you don't give it more time on Dynamite, then you're just basically saying uh, this doesn't feel important to be on our biggest show. It's really nice for them to have their own time, but it's also easy to abuse and easy to neglect. It's yeah, there are shows right? You can add one more show to your exactly. wrestling diet. I'm exactly. going to have a hot take here. Sorry, Ro, finish your point. No, I, I'm just going to say that it's a double-edged sword. The um, it looks nice. Uh, it really looks nice. It feels like a nice idea, but it's not as hardworking as making time for it on your biggest show. Okay. My hot take on this one is that it's a bad idea. Because the booking pa lang ng women on the main shows, that being Dynamite and Rampage, that's the problem. And you're going to put a band-aid solution which is to make a side show, which as Rose says, it's one more show to add to all of the wrestling that's already out there. I would rather that they fix the booking first and give the women more matches and more spots on the card rather than have an entirely new show that people will have to be invested in and to tune into. It's a side show. It's a band-aid solution for what's a bigger, more systemic problem sa pag-structure nila. So, I don't think it's a good idea at all because it doesn't solve the problem. Uh, like, look at Dynamite today. You had that one women's tag team match and one backstage segment with Anna Jay. That's it. What happened to Jade Cargill? She's your TBS champion. Where is she, diba? Where's Hikaru Shida? Uh, toiling away on dark. Yeah. Yeah, kasi, I feel like the show provides an avenue for that. Yes, kayo. it is systemic and they need to fix the women's division badly but then at the same time the show allows them to have a platform to do that because of all the time yeah it, again matches put it on dark work harder for that but i feel like that argument you're waking is like the same argument saying now about wnba nba but it's totally different though yeah that's different that's different it's that different it's because the, the women's basketball players are not competing with the men's basketball players. Hey, the women's wrestlers don't compete with the men's wrestlers either. But they're not asking them to. The body, eh, the body, what is no, asking that doesn't make no, that doesn't you're, make you're, sense. You're asking, Sorry, you're I disagree, Chino. Women, you're asking Dynamite to have more time for the women. Okay, I get that. This is a this is the next best thing because this is an entire hour or two for the women to have their spot. Let me ask you yeah, something. I mean, Did you care about the cruiserweights when they were on 205 Live? Did you? Honestly. Not really. Exactly. I said they but were I given never their cared own... about them either. either yeah, way, no, they were given their own time and you were free to ignore that hour of cruiserweight wrestling because they were uh, pigeonholed in that spot. That's what I'm saying. Oh, You're looking at it a different way than yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I see yeah, this exactly. as an opportunity for them. That's what I. That's what how I see it. 
I'm not yeah, saying yeah, yeah. now yeah, on paper it is, is but, but I'm saying that they have an opportunity to do something here. And there, diba? there is and also this is the an way opportunity. They want to do it. They do it, there's Sorry, I think it's a lazy way to like say, no, oh, hey, here, here, you have your own show. Where's it going to air? YouTube? Uh, so it's, an, it's also an opportunity for fans to ignore the product and say, no, okay, they have their own world over there and I don't have to watch this show. The it's the same I, reason I stay away from dark and elevation, Chino. Okay. Which is also hey, a bad now, idea. Like, dark know, is good. Guys, I don't like seeing the negative in this situation. Because opportunity to sa babae. Gets me but on? Just because, the neg- just because you don't like to see the negative doesn't mean it's not there. Pero hindi ko naman, at the same time, hindi ko naman sinasabi na wag natin gawin yung show. Kasi opportunity sa kanila ito eh. Diba? They, they want to have their own spot. That was the whole point of the women's revolution. Kaya nga sila nagkaroon ng mga shows eh. Diba? But then I don't... I don't know why you're arguing against the point of have them having their own show. Because, I've because been the better through... solution... No, 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 sorry. Because I've been through 205 Live. I reviewed oh. the show that nobody wanted to watch. And I've been mercilessly plugging away. Please watch 205 Live. Please watch 205 Live. And nobody watched 205 Live. And this all-women's show is going to go the same way. The lang is that the bigger problem is give the women more time. Like, I don't need to see the dumpster match on Dynamite. I'd rather see Hikaru Shida busting her tail out there. Or Serena Deeb, or like uh, Riho, or like any of the other women that they have, instead of what, like an, another angle with Jay Lethal. <laughs> they don't get enough time on the main roster, uh, on, on their main shows as it is. Here. I'm just saying that I don't want to shit on the idea of a women's show because it's an opportunity for the women to do something. No, no, we're, we're not taking a dump on the idea as is. We're just saying that it's not the right solution for what's the bigger problem. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much it. There is yeah. um, there is a thing that Tony Khan is not doing. And by doing this instead, he is ignoring the thing that he should be doing. So both problems, both things can exist at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to answer something that Julian said in the comments. Now, we don't need another Total Divas. Sir, I think you underestimate what Total Divas has done for women's wrestling. Sure. Because it's actually attracted a different market that the WWE never had before. And there's actually evidence about this now, na, na, you know, in the years since Total Divas ran its course. So wag natin siyang malitin. Like, there's a reason why major legit yung Bella Twins as Hall of Famers is because of what they did for the product. So, yun. I will always defend Total Bellas and Total Divas. You guys should know that. Um, so, yun. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about Ric Flair's last match. We'll also be reviewing SummerSlam and the fallout from that. But first, here's how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. All right, guys, next week is 8-8. So a lot of a lot of good discounts, good deals happening on that. So if you're going to get anything that you want and need, because hashtag, all you got to do is use our affiliate link to support the podcast in the process. It is podlink.co slash IAM. Poslink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser, add to cart, and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia.
right, we're back. Uh, let's get some of the shout-outs over on Kumu. Scumageddon is back from the dead just now. So, hey, man, what's up? It's been a while. Hey. It's been a while since you have joined us here on the stream. So, thank you, thank you. Um, wala si Bossing today. Triple H is not here. But but thank you to everyone who has tuned in so far. Um, uh, please like, uh, please smash those hearts, and if you can, please send us some stickers. Because uh, nice yun, uh, it means a lot to us. And uh, just let everyone know that you like to hear us argue about wrestling on Kumu on Facebook. Also, shout out to Aaron and Gian. Chino go. Yeah, shout out to all the people defending Total Divas. Yeah, you guys, and Aaron and Gian. See, these are people who actually recognize the value that Total Divas and Total Bellas brought. Oh, talagang totoong value naman. All right, let's talk about Ric Flair's last match. That was a pay-per-view event that happened over the weekend, and uh, I believe it was like. Uh, co-produced by AEW because I heard Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone on commentary. Uh, the ringside area was filled with stars and Hall of Famers, Undertaker, Bret Hart, Mick Foley, all there at ringside. Killer, Clo- uh, Killer Cross, who worked a match earlier in the night, was there at ringside for the match alongside Scarlett Bordeaux. So I, I guess it was that big of a deal. But um, personally, I didn't want to watch it. I feel <laughs> like... like to me, I want a stay new memory of Ric Flair's last match, which was with uh, Shawn Michaels. Like everything after that, kusong kalimutan. So, I, what, what do you guys think about it? Did, did you catch it? Yeah, um, I actually posted. A, I posted. Sorry, I posted a link on our Discord for the morbidly curious. Because I'm sure it's gonna be hard to find. Uh, Fight has been taking down footage on Twitter, so it was incredibly brutal on the part of Ric Flair. Shalang, shalang. Uh, it, whoever thought of making it a tag match with three other guys, even Jeff Jarrett was in really good shape. I was surprised. Really good idea match. Like everything that Ric Flair was involved in in the match was utter trash, utter ass. Yeah, no, I, I'd say the same thing because I caught bits of it as well. And uh, the bits I caught were not very good. <laughs> and he barely did anything. He barely did anything. He just, he just what? He did a few chops, walked, walked across the ring. Life work for a regular wrestler, but for a yeah. septuagenarian who went through a life nearly near death experience, uh, it's just really hard to watch. Yeah, good job did yung tag team. Because, eh, sila Andrade really did all that, all the heavy lifting there. Even yeah. Jared actually, even Jared yeah. did some of the heavy lifting. So, parang, yeah. I, in that part was enjoyable, and the legends being there was nice. Pero alam mo yung pag nag-reunion na lang kayo ng barkada nyo. Ganyan yung feeling niya, eh. Like, it wasn't really the best wrestling ever. Like, hindi mo, hindi mo siya papanoorin again and again like we do the HBK Flair match. But this one, this one was just, it was just for him to do his thing. It's like a one last time, I guess. I was surprised that there's evolution there. Yeah, I was also surprised. I, w- I would figure that with all the WWE legends showing up, like like Vince is gone. Like, who cares about if Triple H is literally running the company? He could literally have made the appearance and asked Orton and Batista to do the same. <laughs> but, I mean, if anything, you would expect Batista to be there because he doesn't have WWE ties Yeah, exactly. Maybe there's a filming of Guardians. 
I don't know. Or I mean, maybe, maybe he was, one night. <laughs> yeah, or maybe he was there and we just couldn't see him because he was standing really still. <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he mastered the art of invisibility. Uh, Scamageddon says uh, he might be the minority, but the card was decent except for the main event. Well, the card was decent. It was literally an indie show yeah. that they put, uh, they tacked on Ric Flair at the end of. Right? So um, it was also a good idea on them to feature up and coming or the current stars of the various independent scene, AEW stars as well. So really good idea there to not make it a show of old guys. Good idea, Kai Conrad, because it's Conrad yung nag, nag book ng show, I believe. Family, but, talaga. Yeah, yeah. The son-in-laws, the sons-in-law, pa. So sons-in-law, they work. Uh, Conrad was involved in the match. Uh, obviously, Andrade was wrestling the match, and if they did not do anything, it would have been a lot worse. <laughs> so yeah, if you are curious, <laughs> you should go watch it for the uh, hilarity, the unintentional hilarity. That it is, but if you don't really care, you don't have to watch it. Like, that's not the real last match. It's literally the last match, but it's not the real ideal last match. Yeah, like, I'm in the leave all the memories alone camp. So, I- I'm happy where I'm at. And, um, you know, that production, I guess, would make Vin Diesel happy. Because it was all about family. Let's talk about SummerSlam. Uh, let's review the biggest party of the summer. Took place on no Sunday, Manila time, and I gotta ask, did it meet your expectations of being the first Triple H run premium live event? Let's start with you, Chino. Yes. Um, I felt like it did. Because you guys you remember how last week you were talking about if the change with Triple H was palpable. And I couldn't mm. really answer that because I haven't really been watching the entire thing. It was actually mm. my first time watching a whole show, and I can definitely say now that the change was indeed there. You could really sense the uptick in the tempo, in the type of action that was being delivered, in the length of the matches. It felt like an old takeover, to be honest. So, nagustuhan ko yung attempt nila trying to bring that back because it really was a little bit easier to watch. Hindi siya kasing dragging nung ibang pay-per-views na pinapanood natin, di ba? You don't, I didn't really feel the three hours, as a matter of fact. Parang pagdating ko dun sa, sa Brock-Roman uh, match, it was like, oh, three hours na pala yun. It was still pretty long, pero hindi mo siya mararamdaman. So, I did enjoy it, in fact. It was one of the more recent pay-per-views that, or premium live events that I did enjoy. Okay. Um, I would say that Yes, it did meet my expectations of a Triple H show, but in a way where you kind of know that he was still carrying out a Vince McMahon plan, if you will. So as everyone knows, Vince McMahon pretty much booked the entirety of the show, like of this card, but uh, it was all him. And uh, he just had to leave before he saw it through. So Triple H was really just transitioning. And I would say that he did do a good job of putting his own spin to it. Like, I don't think Vince would have thought of the tractor thing, uh, I, which we'll talk about later, I guess. I don't think Vince would have, obviously would not have brought back Dakota Kai and Io Sky, right? So I feel like Vince would have pushed through with the cash in and given Theory the, the win. I think so if you're going to Vince and Theory is the champion, what do you say? If there's a good chance, there's a good chance that 
it would have been the case and everyone would have been pissed off all over again. Everyone would have declared that they would not be watching WWE anymore. Diba? So, uh, yeah. So, I guess it did. Good stewardship uh, on his behalf, on his part. So, now, after the dust has settled, the ring has been settled again, I guess he can finally push through with carrying out what he really wants. I mean, mm-hmm. we did see shades of that with the Drew McIntyre promo. Ang galing nung build niya dun. And Triple H has always been on the record saying that Roman and Drew is the future for, for the company. Diba? So, parang, sinumalan niya agad yung process of making Drew a legitimate contender again. And I, and I really, I just really want to call attention to that promo because that was a great promo by Drew McIntyre. The crowd work for shine all. Sabi ni Bruce na ano, it helped that it was on Sunday morning Philippine time, so no need to miss out on school and work just to watch it live. Uh, Bruce, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, this has been a thing since uh, late last year, early this year, and ang sabi ng reports, it was a Nick Khan move. So even before uh, Triple H took, uh, took over being the showrunner of, of WWE, um, that's been going on. And I love it as well, because like you, I don't have to worry about Mondays either. So that, that's pretty good. Tsaka tama um, lang din naman kasi pay-per-views, traditional pay-per-views in the U.S. do take place uh, on a Saturday evening. So, you know, UFCs, boxing matches, they all take place on a Saturday, di ba? And if yeah. WWE wants to live up to that standard, but hindi nila labanin sa level nila, di ba? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ro, you mentioned the women. Let's talk about them. First match pa lang, may pasabog na yung WWE. So, Bailey returned right after Bianca versus Becky. Becky turned face, syempre, and then... Uh, out came Dakota Kai and EO Sky. And it was one of those things na it was too good to be true. And uh, you, you literally had to slap yourself to make sure that you were wa- you knew what you were watching and it was actually playing out in front of you. Like, that's how it felt for me at work nung Sunday. Now, I, I was at a loss for words. Yeah, see, Vince, he would do weird surprises from out of nowhere, but it's not really the kind of surprise that the fans want. This is the complete opposite of that. Like... Triple H did a really weird surprise that we did actually like because uh, we are invested in uh, Dakota Kai and the former Io Shirai. So good on them. Uh, it's also a great shot in the arm to a what has been a somewhat stale Raw Women's Division ever since the, the draft from almost a year ago. So good on him to think of this. Apparently, this was an idea that was rejected by Vince a few months ago. So you can trust him to really bring over his people, Triple H's people, to uh, help out in his vision. Igo yeah, Chino, your thoughts on this one? Very happy to see both these ladies, all three of these ladies, in fact, back on TV. I am such a big fan of EO Sky, uh, as she is known now, because I have just... And to see her uh, in the main roster is just such a delight. Because I've been such a fan of hers for the longest time. The amazing matches that she was able to do in NXT, she can now do on the main roster. See, Dakota Dryden, I am a fan of hers. Glad that she was able to get back, not just being on TV, but being with the WWE again. Sana sinama niya yung rest ng pantalon niya. But other than that, <laughs> still, like, a, what, a, what a treat, what a surprise. I really appreciated how on commentary, Savini Corey Graves, na Dakota Kai, she doesn't even work here anymore. So there was an acknowledgement talaga na uh, this was someone who had left WWE kahit na three months ago lang yun. Even kami on commentary, sabi rin namin na, Teka, si Dakota Kai ba talaga yan? Diba? Nag-work ba yan dito? So <laughs> there, there was that 
uh, open acknowledgement, which in the past, um, medyo hit or miss she. Like, it wouldn't be applied to everybody who had left the company. Parang that, that acknowledgement, di ba? Lalo na napaka-recent lang nung uh, departure ni Dakota Kai. Yeah, um, I think that this is something that we'll be seeing more of. Like, uh, again, our intelligence, our collective intelligence used to be insulted a lot by pretending that something wasn't really the, the way it was, diba? So, uh, great on them for acknowledging that, okay, Vince didn't let this girl go, and now she's back. And it was a real surprise because nobody had ever even, uh, you know, had even ever thought of her being brought back from free agency, diba? I mean, and there's a precedent now. You know, because they brought somebody back who was recently uh, gone from the company, who knows who they can bring back next, diba? Champa is wrestling for the U.S. title in Cleveland, of all places. So, nag-start niyo mga rumors, yung mga haka-haka, na, hey, maybe we might hear Rebel Heart again uh-huh. up, um, next week, diba? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I wouldn't say that the Kota Kai was the first because technically Samoa Joe was the first. Remember when he got let go last year ah, then Triple yeah, H immediately was... brought him back agad-agad? Oh, NXT. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, so now there's even more of a precedent going forward. Now it happened for Joe, it happened for King Kora. Hopefully, it happens for more of them down the road. I'm with you, Chino. I'm a Johnny Gargano guy. Sana talaga marinig natin yung music ni on Raw sooner than later. Yep. All right. Uh, speaking of people from Cleveland, Ohio, Logan Paul. Does he belong after this performance with the Miz? Do you think he belongs? Yeah, I mean, yes, he's good. He he understands. So. Yeah, begrudgingly so. He understands <laughs> what it means to be a pro wrestler. He was he is an athlete. He's a really good athlete, and he gets the business. And I hope that well, he is sticking around, right? Yes. Um, what I don't like is people comparing him to Dominic Mysterio and giving Mysterio Dominic shit for not being as good as. Logan Paul, after only two matches, diba? so who fucking cares that Logan Paul is much more entertaining after two matches than Dominic Mysterio? He's not in there week in and week out like Dominic is. Dominic has been paying his dues and learning the business in a hands-on way, diba? so I don't understand why you have to go and shit on him. Why not just say that they're both kind of okay, especially after not being as experienced in the business. But why, why, why do you have to pull the other one down? I don't understand this at all. Yeah, Chino, bakit, ano, bakit begrudgingly so on your end? I mean, like, we, can, we, we, all, know, you, we all know how I feel about the Paul yeah. brothers, right? as likable or unlikable as they are. Right? But I can't help but admit that he's a pretty good athlete. The things that he was able to pull off, I would, put, I would say that he was easily the best celebrity to wrestle in the ring. Agree. Uh, better than Bad Bunny? Yeah, better than well, Bad Bunny. Definitely. Bad Bunny is not an athlete. Um, yeah. You can tell. <laughs> I mean, the flip but then he doesn't pull it off cleanly. Logan Paul pulled it off cleanly. He wrestled the better match than Pat McAfee did. Yeah, agree. Say that. So, so if we Pat... made like a power rankings of all the celebs who've ever wrestled the match, where would you rank Logan Paul now? Top one or two. Yeah, I, I would easily put him at one. Worst um, ties the Abel. Oh. Maybe even put him above Abel. Uh, no, I think Titan and the Abel. What A right. B would, would, mm-hmm. it would make sense for me. Because hey, he has the look, he has the athleticism, he's just not aware enough that he doesn't I feel like he's at the point that he doesn't care. He'll just do whatever he wants. Right? So, parang, 
like yes, he does. He belong in the WWE. Yes, do we. I want to see him in the WWE. No, but who am I? Yeah. Although I will say that um, the whole uh, I, I, he wants to be a babyface thing, uh, I gotta say though he did perform in a way that kind of converted a lot of people there. Um, you can hate him for what he does for his character, his personality on YouTube, but he wrestled like a real babyface out there. He executed pretty well out there. So union begrudging part about this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they bring up si Kyle dito sa comments. Book it, Hunter. Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny. What if uh, we no. live in a world where there are more celebrities now and they now have like beef that will be resolved in WWE? Kyle, uh, that is a terrible idea because the reason why these celebrity yeah. matches work is because they are in there with the actual pro wrestlers. The actual people who know what to do. And uh, you can ask an agent to script the match between two celebrities, but one of them has to direct traffic and know how to direct traffic. Yeah, I mean, part of the reason why the match was so good was because Logan Paul was in there with a uh, professional like the Miz, right? So, it's like, work, eh? especially with Bad Bunny, who worked in the matches. Also, the reason you have celebrities in the WWE in the first place is so that they can bring eyes uh, to the product. So, you want them wrestling other wrestlers so that people get that rub too. If celebrities just wrestle celebrities, oh, then that does absolutely nothing. That's just a thriller sila, event. Oh, sila lang nagkakasundo, So parang wala din. Yeah, parang Baron Geisler and Kiko Matos lang. Yeah, exactly. Chaka, I would pump the brakes on all this talk of uh, Logan Paul being better than uh, a lot of the pro wrestlers in the company. Like, he's a good athlete, yes. It's possible that he is a better athlete than a lot of people, a lot of wrestlers in the, on the roster, but um, he doesn't do what they yeah. do. He doesn't. He doesn't have the experience. He's the not knowledge. on the road three hundred days. A yeah, year. exactly. He doesn't have the knowledge that they do. So you can say that he was an entertaining athlete, that he was a natural athlete. But please, let's not discredit the actual experience and uh, miles that the main roster has on their bodies and their minds. Yeah, parang di rin naman fair about the everybody involved. So I, I agree. So um, let's zoom out here and talk about biggest moments from SummerSlam. Well, the fucking tractor. Yeah. <laughs> don't get much bigger than the tractor. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, no, okay, I'll take it. Um, so it was so unconventional, but I enjoyed it a lot. Because there are gimmicks ng last man standing match. It's an open door for all sorts of things to happen. People are literally buried. Diba? They are taped to the ring post. Pero ngayon lang ako nakakita ng tractor na ginamit sa isang uh, no-holds-barred match. So it was pretty enjoyable, pretty entertaining. And Roman really did take that tumble out of the ring. Medyo parang, oh my God, he really fell all that way. So medyo, yeah. oh, medyo shocking din siya in that way. And I mean, I mean yeah, Cowboy Brock is fun, man. I wish we could see more Cowboy Brock. But... <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Sorry, go, 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 go. No, I, I, no, I was just going to make fun say... of Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah, talking Kid Rock. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Kid Rock and ano, um, apparently you know, may pangalan yung babae na katabi niya, yung minomol niya. So, uh, her... her... No, no, that's no, no, not his partner. No, no, no. Uh, she's a comedian named Trailer yeah. Trash Tammy. Jesus yes. Christ. Yeah. Like her gimmick is white trailer trash. 
Yeah. You know they tried to censor that kiss the way they would censor. No, alam mo na sinensor nila? Sinensor nila yung middle fingers ni Kid Rock because ah. after he made out with Trailer Trash Tammy, he flipped the bird. Okay, you pa din sinensor nila kasi I, I thought that they were trying to censor the the kiss kasi the same way no, the no, no. wardrobe malfunctions, but they No, no. <laughs> They censored his middle fingers, but yung momol was like right there. And I watched the replay of SummerSlam and it was still there. So, you uh, know, that, that, was, that was pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> All right, going back to the tractor row. Uh, yeah, um, that was fine. Um, it was obviously something that I, I would say that we've never seen before. And obviously, I like it when they do things that you never see before. Because, of course, it's in wrestling with all the television programs that they run, all the hours of TV that they do. You can, still, you can apparently still say that you can do something different, something new. And it's not everything under the sun, right? Yeah. So, I imagine a bit with what they were going to do with the with the ring. Like they lifted the ring and all that it was was just to have Roman tumble out of it. Yun lang pala yun. Akala ko itataog na talaga yung ring. Akala ko rin eh. And bury uh, the entire ringside area. So I thought that would have been a lot more fun and ridiculous considering that Triple H wanted to do a creative splash. But Either way, the, the creative use of uh, machinery, of heavy machinery, was, was pretty much fun. <laughs> yeah, heavy machinery not named Otis or Tucker. Uh, did you think that the last man standing match was a satisfying end? Because uh, everybody's been saying it in the lead up to the match. Now, huling hirit na to, last time ever. So, if this really is the last match between Brock and Roman, satisfying ba yung ending nito? Yeah. I, I was fine with it. Like, I know people complained about, uh, oh, well, why did the ref count while they were still piling stuff on him? Eh, they make up the rules as they go along. But it seemed pretty definitive. Like, you can't get more definitive than a last man standing match, even though it's kind of anticlimactic. So, uh, what else can they do? They literally advertised that it was the last match ever. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not, there's nothing more satisfying than literally being buried at the end of the match. But that's what they did. They buried Brock Lesnar in more ways than one. And if that was the last time we see him for quite some time, I'd be okay with that. You know, I mean, I want, do I want more Cowboy Brock? Sure. But I mean, I'd rather see Roman Reigns move on to better things like uh, Drew McIntyre and this feud that Triple H is so obsessed over. May tanong si Giancarlo. Di niya magets yung cash in theory. Ano raw yun? Ano, ano yung magiging match by then? Triple threat the last man standing? Wag mo nang isipin kasi di naman natalo eh. I mean like, they knew, they knew they didn't want to overthink it. That's why they, it was a failed cash in. So where does he go from here? Who? What's next? Theory? theory? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. He, he didn't show up on Raw. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but doesn't he look like a big goober and he comes in and he gets beaten down by the bloodline and fails in the cash in? Yeah, he does. But uh, at the same time, on the other hand, did you really want him to uh, win the championship at this point? Like, at any time near this point? So, no. So, it's okay that he doesn't... Um, he looks like a chump at the moment. Like, there's a lot of time to build him back up. Like, the, the briefcase doesn't expire until uh, the next money in the bank next year. Right? That's what it yeah. is. Right? So, uh, let him be for now. Um let Triple H figure out how he's going to build Theory back up. And we're going to prop the mind. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, you guys mentioned last week that uh, when in the back winners are always come from lo- losing streaks. 
just chalk this up to his losing streak, diba? Make it more believable. By it makes it more believable na magka-cash in siya successfully because he is in such a slump. So, you know, I, I'm not crying over the fact that failed cash in because he still has the briefcase at the end of the day. Yeah, that was a yeah, good I way Yeah, I actually to, liked it for him. Yeah, that's, that, that was a good way to play it out. Like, everyone knew. They kind of backed themselves in a corner there. And okay, uh, Theory said he was going to do it, so he's literally going to do it. And then he did it, and then he did it in a, such a stupid way, which is actually befitting his character because he's such a meathead jock yeah. that um, he didn't wait until the match was over so he wanted to be the next Seth Rollins and I thought that was pretty on brand for him and it was satisfying that they stopped him physically from cashing in yeah and I think we're at a point where theories become such an annoying heel that to see both Brock and Roman and Roman's army just beating down on him to stop the cash in was pretty fun to watch yeah, that was that was satisfying, and that was a uh, again. If Vince was around, I don't think it would have been that satisfying. Yeah. So at the end of SummerSlam, anong stand out as your favorite match of the card? Uh, this is an easy answer, but um, I would say it was the main event. I say I was expecting it to be a run-of-the-mill last man standing. It usually doesn't get pretty fun. Like, a last man standing match is inherently anticlimactic because you have to wait for the ref to count 10. That takes so long. Yeah. So they made it so fun with all the things that you can imaginably do in a last man standing match. So uh, kudos to them for finally making a Roman Brock match fun. Igochino, your same, favorite. Same. Yeah, no, same. I, I'm going to pick the main event as well. I liked it a lot. Um, it was a, it was a good surprise to Captain Night Off. The, the tractor was brilliant. Chef's kiss. My favorite moment was uh, Bailey, Io, and Dakota Kai showing up though. That was yeah, good. Yeah. That was good too. Yeah. Uh, people in the comments mostly agreeing, mostly saying the main event. We're getting a few Logan Paul versus Miz uh, yeah. answers. Merong Becky and Bianca. For me, it was Becky and Bianca. Your favorite, ko talaga. Like after that match, and then after the women came out, Like I was like, you can't top this anymore. Like I was pretty happy with that being the peak for me. So yeah, um, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we'll get to our picks of the week. All right, so you know what to do. Send them in the comment section as Ro tells you about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. Right, guys. Again, eight eight coming up. In a couple in four days. So if you are getting stuff that you need and want from Shopee as well, all you gotta do is use our affiliate link to support the podcast in the process. Podlink.co slash W9X. Podlink.co slash the letter W, the number nine and the letter X. Type that in a mobile browser, add to cart and check out from the app. And again, what you buy will also help us do what we do at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Uh, let's 
Talk about Ronda Rousey really quickly because we forgot all about the SmackDown Women's Championship picture. Uh, what do you guys think of the way it went down? Because I, I was really confident heading in, ah, well, uh, Ronda's going to win that. She's going to crush Liv and then she'll be champion again. Yeah. Well, uh, Sorry, go, Chino, go. No, so clearly the experiment isn't over yet. Um, in this new Triple H era of the WWE, he is clearly putting more faith in Liv Morgan than we expected him to, and I couldn't be happier because the Liv Morgan as champion arc has gone a long, long way. And we thought she was going to win it, and then he and we thought she was going to be Miss Money in the Bank, and she became Miss Money in the Bank after her second try. So, for Liv Morgan because she's getting all the smoke that she deserves. And now she has more of an opportunity to prove it. And at the same time, Ronda Rousey can now become an actual heel and not just a heel filling a slot. You know what I mean? Parang nagpapaka-face pa siya. At least ito, we know that she's the female Brock at this rate and kaya upakan lahat. I actually wanted to see her put an arm bar on, on Jamie Noble and Davari. Just to put an icing on top. Because I remember a story from a while back where she beat up a bunch of guys in a in a movie theater in the States. A real thing that actually happened. So I wanted to see her kick the ass of a few cruiserweights. Just so, you know, emphasize the coops that she Yeah, um, I agree with everything Chino said. It's also a good thing that Triple H is also letting people do what they're most comfortable in. So... I feel like Ronda wants to be a heel, like Medjo Pilicha as a face at this point, because she doesn't like it when the crowds boo her, so you might as well be a dick. So uh, it's a good pivot. It makes sense. And what happened at SummerSlam, where she pretty much lost and snapped, was a good way to make it make sense, you know? So I like that. And if it also means that Liv gets to continue her Cinderella run, then okay then. Uh, I'd like to see where it goes from here. Yeah, I also think it'll hurt more when she loses because Ron will be such a such an evil heel by then. Right? She'll really crush Liv's hopes and dreams and her championship run. So uh, it, it will be a sweeter victory for the heel in that regard. Um, what I like about the heel turn for Ronda is it opens up the door for a potential Ronda and Shayna tag team. Like, they're both on SmackDown. They're both killers and heels. So I hope now with Triple H running the show, it could actually happen. And be women's tag team champions. I wouldn't mind them being uh, really badass women's tag team champions. Yeah, they're just kicking everyone's asses along the way, uh, breaking bones. Uh, That that would be fun. Um, Let's get to our picks of the week. See, Emil, he picks Brock versus Roman at SummerSlam. Uh, Leo picks Becky versus Bianca and the post-match shenanigans that happen afterward. Admin Angelo picks Ilya Dragunov versus Wolfgang from NXT UK. That was a fun match. And Team KC or uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter finally being the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Bruce picks Dwight Howard at the uh, SummerSlam tryout. So yeah, that actually happened over the weekend. NBA All-Star Dwight Howard was at the tryouts. Um, we have no idea how we can follow through on that one. Kyle, you know, I know WWE versus AEW crossover, uh-huh. battle of the battle of the centers. Yeah. Uh, Kyle picks the impulsive podcast with Triple H, as well as Miz versus Logan Paul, Becky versus Bianca, and the post match shenanigans, uh, Nina Roman and Brock. 
Aaron picks uh, Bianca versus Io Sky and the Neutron graphics ni Orange Cassidy on Dynamite kanina. Kyle also picks the AJ Styles spot on Raw. Janelle daming picks, uh, including the Fatal 4-Way NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match. And Mike Rome pulling a Tony Chimmel uh, this week. James picks Roman versus Brock. And Julian, maramirin as as usual. Um, SummerSlam as a whole, it looks like. And the impulsive episode with Triple H. Adam Cole turning on the Young Bucks. We'll talk about that in sa audio only. And Giancarlo picks Ciampa versus AJ. Tainaman, uh, Chino, what's your pick of the week? Uh, so my pick goes out to the A&E biography episode of Kurt Angle. Uh, I like how they addressed his addiction on that episode. Uh, Dilang address, like the last third was about the addiction. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Kurt has always been open about it. Kurt Angle has always been like a prominent, albeit notorious part of his career for the longest time. People always wondered, Why, what was that all about? And he addressed his demons. And ang ganda lang talaga ng mga biography episodes, man, because they really just, they really just dive deep into a wrestler's background and really just tell you everything you need to know. It's literally everything. So if you want something to watch after this, I suggest you go do that. Yeah, go check that out. Uh, that's already up uh, wherever you can find your A&E WWE you are, yeah, content. If you are resourceful enough, man, up there. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Ikaw, Ro, your pick. Uh, my pick is Montez Ford versus Seth Rollins from Raw. Um, we'll talk about that in the audio only. But it was a really fun episode, So, and it was a really fun match. You can tell that they are priming Tez for something big. And it seems to be sooner rather than later. All right. Ako pick is Bianca versus Becky and the debuts of EO and Dakota and Bailey coming back over at SummerSlam. All right, so that's going to do it uh, for our picks of the week. Thank you to everybody who sent theirs in in the comment section. Let's talk about what's happening outside of the podcast. Let's start with you, Chino, because I know you've got your first one-hour special to promote. Yes. my for, First of all, before we get to that new episode of the Class Town podcast dropping tomorrow, uh, first one after I got back from wherever I came from, uh, it's with Jesse Appel. He is an American who does Chinese comedy. So check that out. We talk about Chinese comedy on there. Also, my first hour. That's an important thing we need to talk about. My first stand-up special. That'll be an hour long. That'll be on August 26th at Cinema 76 Cafe Anonas. You got you got you know where it is. Um my sponsors ka and then ano tatlong makdo pa. No, kasi dyan ko kinuha yung pambayad ng venue. So, ticketto.me.net for your tickets. If you haven't seen me do stand-up before, please, this is where you should go and watch. Again, August 26th, 8pm, Cinema 76, Anoras. Magkano tickets? 500 pesos. Yeah, let's, uh, let's help Chino earn money as well. Uh, may reminder na rin siya, may, may lakad pa ata. Anything else happening on your end, Chino? Oh, linktr.ee slash Supersize for everything I just talked about. Yeah, so we got a few things on the MWF side to promote. First, uh, if you want to support local wrestling, uh, please subscribe to MWF on Gank. You can just reach it through manilawrestling.com, so that's easy to remember. It's only $10 or 540 pesos for 100 Gank coins every month. 
at literally 30 days of access. And you can watch the latest episodes of Action Novella TV building up to the next live event, which is Road to Fate on September 11 at the PETA Theater. Uh, tickets are available at TicketToMe.net. You can just check out the different tiers and seating choices that, that you can get. Uh, that's really going to be a fun uh, event with a huge, huge main event, which is the four-way for the MWF Championship. Bobby Mahisig versus JDL versus Crystal versus Nigel Sanase. And uh, if that's too far away for you, you can also be a part of the upcoming tapings of Action Novella this coming Sunday. Tickets are available as well online. All you got to do is go to the Manila Wrestling Federation Facebook page to find out how you can get tickets to that. And guys, if you really want to support the local wrestling scene and if you want to support the growth and development of our local wrestlers, maybe see them you know, in the bigger stages one day. This is how you do it. And it's entertainment for you guys if you miss live wrestling happening in front of your very eyes. Chepre, other than that, please follow us on TikTok if you have TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Trying to do videos every day, at least once a day. And, you know, just posting clips and having fun talking about wrestling. You know. Alright, nothing really happening on my end, but I will uh, put over friend of the podcast, Jake DeLeon, who has announced today that he is going to start training students on his own. So if you've ever wanted to learn how to be a professional wrestler, I can think of no better teacher than JDL. you know, go sign up if you can save up for it. He'll be posting more details as we go along in the next few days. And um, it, it should be really fun. And I say this a lot. Nah, the first word in professional wrestler is professional. And JDL is a true pro. And I hope that you get to learn how to be a true pro under JDL as well. To add to that, to add to that um, this training program by JDL is geared towards beginners. So I don't think it's going to be like a pipeline to the bigger company. So if you just want to try out wrestling, see what it's like to be a wrestler, see what see how you can do what we do and what it's like, what that life is like, this is a good place to try it out. Yeah. Uh, Giancarlo, no idea on when the uh, next Phil Basket tournament starts. Hopefully in the next month or two. All right. Uh, that's it for the podcast for the live stream thank you so much to everybody who joined us tonight for being active in the comment section as always you know where to find us individually Dimension and Nero at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and TikTok but for us as individuals it is at Gina Supersized at Roizwar at underscore Stan C Shepre, we, we can't forget Romain it is at Monday Night Rowan as we get out of here uh, reminding everyone to please keep your masks on there is still a surge happening right now and get your vaccines and your boosters if and when you can thank you very much to the PNA team behind the scenes on behalf of Chino Liao and Ro Moran my name is Stan C Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out bye bye peace The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.